You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 51. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Self-worth. What is it really? How does it impact your behavior? How can you see if someone or yourself has low self-worth? And how can you see the opposite? And what are some ways to cultivate self-worth? This is what I'll be talking about today, and it goes without saying that self-worth is really crucial for basically having a good quality of life. And it's in particular crucial for how you interact with the men that you are dating and therefore what kind of partner you attract and keep at the end. So what is self-worth really? It's actually quite interesting because I wanted to find an official definition on that, but it seems that there are so many different suggestions to exactly what self-worth is and how it relates to self-esteem and self-confidence, for instance. But the one that I found that comes closest to what I teach is the following. Self-worth is the internal sense of being good enough and worthy of love and belonging from others. And what is really important to understand is that you are always 100% worthy. Nothing can change that. Worthiness is not a question of achievements or external factors. It's not depending on other people approving of you or you being liked by a lot of people or the man that you're interested in. Self-worth doesn't increase because you have a good job or a nice diploma. And it also doesn't decrease because you are broken up with or rejected by someone. You are born with 100% intact worthiness. It's your birth gift. You only have to step into it. You have to live from it. Feeling 100% worthy doesn't mean that you are perfect and there's no way you can ever grow or change. It doesn't mean that you can't have ambitions or intentions to create more value in your life. It is 100% related to you as a human being, your existence. Now, I cannot exaggerate the importance of a good sense of self-worth for your quality of life. Feeling worthy as you are makes you treat yourself with respect, compassion, encouragement, forgiveness, kindness, and so on. And it impacts all your relationships, a lot, both with family, friends, colleagues, and in particular with romantic partners. If you don't feel worthy, you will allow people into your life who reflect that same self-perception back to you, that you are not worthy. We show the world how to treat us by the way we treat ourselves. So if you are not happy with the people you attract into your life or the way you are being treated, You have to start by taking a look at how you treat yourself. It's all one big mirror. So just to distinguish self-worth a bit from other concepts. Self-confidence, for instance, is how much you believe in yourself and having your own back. Let's say you want to start dating after having been out of it for a while. You might feel a bit shaky and doubt if you even know how to do that and if it's going to be super awkward. 
And if you then have a strong self-confidence, you will be willing to go through the awkward feelings to do what you've decided to do. You will be willing to give it a try and not stop because you fear rejection. It doesn't mean you will not feel awkward or insecure. It just means that you are willing to feel it and you have your own back and you won't beat yourself up if you don't succeed in achieving what you want. You will be kind to yourself. And in a way, you could say that self-worth is required in order for you to feel self-confident because feeling worthy is part of what makes us treat ourselves with respect instead of judgment. So it's also a part of having your own back. But self-worth is more at the core of who you are and how you feel about your existence in this world. And so just to make it clear and hopefully not increase the confusion, self-confidence is not the same as confidence. Self-confidence relates to believing in yourself regardless of the situation, trusting that you will overcome future challenges and solve problems you meet in the future and that you haven't had experience with yet. Confidence is about skills, being good at something, mastering a skill that gives you high confidence in that particular skill. But you can be very confident without feeling worthy. Imagine you're very good at your job, you have a big career, you have an impressive CV, and you know you're very good at getting results in your professional life. But you still don't feel worthy of love. That is totally possible, and I know a lot of you feel like that. And it's important to know the difference between worthiness and confidence in skills because what happens is that we try to compensate for low self-worth by achieving more, by creating tons of confidence. So it's like we think we can increase our feeling of worthiness, that we can finally feel good enough once we have mastered a big career or made a lot of money, for instance. But that is just like two different buckets. It only leaves you with more practical confidence, but the same low worthiness. And on top of that, maybe even feeling exhausted or burned out. Your worthiness is always 100%, but your sense of it might not be very high. And that is something you can cultivate, your sense of self-worth. But the way to do that is not by achieving goals. I'm going to go more into how to cultivate your sense of self-worth at the end of this episode. So how does it show up in dating if you have low sense of self-worth? How can you see that? I'm going to share with you four ways in which it can show up and what it looks like if you lack a good sense of self-worth and also what it looks like if you do have a good sense of self-worth. The first one is related to your boundaries. When you lack a good sense of self-worth, you ignore your own boundaries. You think other people's needs and desires are more important than your boundaries and you have to adapt to them because you are less worthy. You choose to not take your gut feeling serious, to not listen to yourself when you feel triggered and really want to end a situation or pull out of it. Or you could be trying to communicate a boundary, but you don't do it with much confidence And when you sense the other person's disappointment or surprise, you quickly turn around and decide to ignore yourself and accept something that isn't aligned with your boundaries. On the other hand, if you do have a good sense of self-worth, you check in with yourself. You listen to your feeling in the moment. And if you need to communicate a boundary, you do that in a calm and confident way and without hesitation. And then you stick to it. You don't waver afterwards. 
So I'm going to give you an example here. Imagine you're going to have a coffee date and you set aside one hour, but when you get to the cafe, you receive a message that the guy is half an hour late. You patiently wait for him and when he arrives, he says he's really hungry and if you don't mind having dinner instead. You know that you only planned for one hour and you have things to do, but half the time is already gone and you really wanted to meet him. So here, if you struggle with low self-worth, you might just agree while feeling really resentful. You do not want to have dinner there and you feel stressed about the things that you have to do later now. And also, it's annoying that he's so much late. But you also would feel really awful for saying no and you are sure he would be disappointed and you fear that you won't get a second date if you say no. If, on the other hand, you feel totally fine with your self-worth in this situation, you could imagine letting him know, first of all, when he sends you the message that he is late, that as you only have one hour, you are not going to wait, or that you only get the half hour to meet in. And then if he suggests dinner, you just smile and say, that's so kind of you, but I really have to stick to my plan. I would love to have dinner with you another time. And then you stick to that with confidence. So not having strong boundaries, that is one sign that you don't have a strong sense of self-worth. Another sign is that you don't hold up your standards. You settle with less than you wanted. For instance, if you really want a serious long-term relationship, but you meet someone who's not really sure what he's looking for, and you allow yourself to just hang out with him for a while, and then in the meanwhile you get intimate with him and you stop dating other men and you plan a lot of things with this guy in the hope that he will find out that he wants the same as you. And then when you talk about it three months later, he's still not really looking for something serious, and then you might just tell yourself that, well, it's better than nothing. Here you have lowered your standards and settled for a situationship. And I don't need to tell you why that's a problem. You are missing out on meeting the good men and you are setting yourself up for a potential heartbreak when you finally realize that it's not going anywhere and this guy might be behaving in a way that almost forces you to end it. If, on the other hand, you have a strong sense of self-worth and you know that you are looking for a serious relationship, if you then meet someone who's a bit wishy-washy, you quickly move on. You might have a brief conversation with him, but then you let go without drama and wish him good luck and then you move on. And the same is the case if you sense that he isn't taking initiative, he's inconsistent, he's not reliable, he's making promises that he can't keep or he's cancelling dates last minute and so on. You know you deserve better and you're not allowing yourself to accept that, so you move on. Lowering your standards, settling for less, that is the second symptom or the second sign of low self-worth. The third sign that you might struggle with self-worth and that shows up in dating is that you're trying to change yourself for a man. You are not fully authentic because you want to adapt to what you think he wants. You're trying to be the woman you think he's looking for. For instance, you agree with him even when you don't actually agree or you try to hide your quirks and be more mainstream. You say things that you know isn't really who you are and you pretend to like the same things as him. You basically hide yourself and show a slightly fake version of yourself because you believe this version will be more loved. 
Maybe you try once in a while to take a small step in the right direction and say something that you find funny or share an experience that you really enjoyed. And then if you notice he doesn't really resonate with that, you quickly go back to being careful and strategic and hiding yourself. When you have a good and healthy sense of self-worth, on the other hand, you own who you are in terms of your opinions, your wants and desires, what kind of music you like, what kind of food you like, how you want to spend your Sunday afternoon, and so on. You put it all out there with lots of self-love, and even if you have small quirks that you know people usually wonder about or not everyone find charming, you still can share this with him, maybe with a little giggle. Because you know who you are and that you are lovable for the right man and you don't feel the need to hide. And if it doesn't resonate with him, then that's fine. You don't make it mean something negative about yourself. And you don't have to make it mean something negative about him either. It's just not a good match. So the fourth sign that you might struggle with self-worth is that you have a lot of thoughts about whether you are good enough. You compare yourself to other women you see or even women that you imagine. You might imagine what his ex was like or looked like and convince yourself that she was so cool and beautiful, even if you never met her. You might also compare yourself to some imaginary women that he could have been on a date with, as if there is this level you want to reach and you are below that. You are also making his actions mean something about your worth. If he texts you. You are okay for a while, but then you start doubting if you're good enough again until he takes you again or invites you out. Your feeling of being valuable and worthy is not stable. It's shifting depending on his actions. And the contrary is to not link your self-worth to anyone else's actions or words, not link it to any external factors. Always knowing that regardless of what he does and says and whether you get a second or third date, You are always good enough. So what happens when we have a lot of thoughts running in our brain about whether we are good enough or if there's someone who's better than us for this particular man is that we risk self-sabotaging. This can be in the sense that we show up less authentically and more insecure, giving off the vibe that we need his validation to feel okay. He will feel that and he will wonder what happened to that confident woman he thought he met. The things that attracted him to you seem to have shifted. And we always can feel it when someone tries to adjust themselves to us in order to be accepted, as opposed to if they dare to say their opinion and stand out from the crowd. Seeking validation in one or the other ways can feel like a turn-off for him. It's the same as it would be for you, right? If you could feel that a man was insecure and repeatedly looking for your validation, you wouldn't feel as attracted to him as if he was confident in himself. It could also show up in the form of jealousy or the need to have him commit very early because you're having thoughts about how other women are better than you and you worry that he will lose interest in you or you simply find it difficult to believe that he really is into you because of how you see yourself. So you need him to prove that by committing. And at the same time, you might start to look for signs that he isn't that interested after all, and it's only a matter of time before he tells you that he doesn't want to continue dating you. And when you look for that, you will interpret things that are completely unrelated as signs that there is something wrong, and you won't be your natural, relaxed self anymore. You will be preoccupied by fearful thoughts and worries. 
And so the tragic result is that we create a self-fulfilling prophecy because it does actually make you less attractive as a partner when you early on let go of your authentic and confident self and start constantly seeking his validation or act as if you think something is off. So then what are some ways you can work on stepping into your self-worth? You will want to work on two different levels here. You want to change your thoughts about yourself and you want to implement new behaviors that correspond to those new thoughts. Because you can work on your thoughts and believe that now I'm stepping into my worth, but then if you don't also shift your behaviors when you are in a difficult situation, then you haven't actually fully changed your sense of self-worth. So this is where we can reveal ourselves sometimes. So starting by the mindset part of it, you'll want to shake up your beliefs a bit about what it means to be good enough. Start to challenge this habitual thinking around whether you can be good enough or not good enough. Ask yourself the following. What does it mean to be good enough? How will you know if you're good enough? Who gets to decide? What do you need to do to be good enough? And what does it even take? Practice reminding yourself that your worth has nothing to do with external circumstances, other people's opinions or things you have achieved. It is always 100% intact just because you exist. And it's not up to you to decide that. The only thing you can decide is whether you want to own that sense of self-worth. And why wouldn't you? What would be the downside of deciding that you are always 100% worthy? And what would be the upsides? Stepping into your self-worth is a choice. It's not like you just wake up one morning and finally you feel worthy. You get to decide to commit to it. Every day you remind yourself, I am 100% worthy, whether I believe it or not. So why not just believe it? And when it comes to thinking about you in the context of a man who, for instance, tells you that he doesn't want to continue dating you, then when you might in the past have felt that you were not good enough for him, now you want to shift into a different paradigm that has nothing to do with being good enough, but is more a question of compatibility. So I want to explain this by a metaphor. If you think of a puzzle, you are trying to find out where the different pieces fit. And so you have one piece that you try to connect with another piece to see if it fits, for instance, in the corner of the puzzle. But it turns out that they don't actually click together. So you wouldn't think there's something wrong with this piece. It's not good enough when it doesn't fit in the corner. You wouldn't think that you have to change it so it fits there. You also wouldn't think that the other pieces are bad for not accepting the piece or that they are judging on the wrong basis. You would just say, Okay, the right fit wasn't here, it must be somewhere else. You would be completely neutral about it. And you know you're going to find the right place for that piece, that it does actually exist. So I want you to try to think of yourself as the piece in the puzzle. You don't connect with everyone. You are not a fit for all the other pieces. And that is okay, it's not a problem. It doesn't mean you are less worthy or less valuable or less lovable. It's just the wrong geography. So then when you've done some of this work, you want to work on your behaviors as well. Get clear on your boundaries. Find out how you want to communicate them. And then communicate them. And honor them. Stick to them. And the same for standards. 
make sure that you know what you're looking for and that you don't waste your time on a man who is not aligned with that, even if he's hot. And then you want to practice being yourself. Notice when you limit yourself or try to adapt to what you think a man would want from you and then shift into your true authentic self. Remember, you don't want a man to fall for the inauthentic version of you. When you shift your thinking about self-worth and also change your behavior, it's creating a positive feedback loop, telling your brain that it is really true. You are really 100% worthy because that is how you show up in this world. You will gain more respect for yourself and other people will respect you more as well. It's an up-leveling of your energy and you start attracting a different kind of man and more easily let go of those who are not corresponding to your vision for a future partner. Cultivating a strong and healthy sense of self-worth is a daily choice and it's so much worth the effort. It doesn't have to be hard, it's just a small mindset reminders that you want to practice integrating in your life on a consistent basis. So I hope this was useful and that you feel inspired to do this work now. And if you want to know how to get my support and what that would look like, I invite you to book a call on the link in the show notes or on my website, lærkethelovecoach.com. Now have a wonderful week and enjoy dating from a strong sense of self-worth. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 